Welcome, 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 welcome to the podcast. Welcome all high vibrations. Welcome all of those who are pure in spirit, who worship in spirit and who worship in truth. Giving honor to the most high God, the God of all. The God that created everything that is anything that exists ever. The God of time, the God of everything and nothing. This is the most high God. The most high God, the most high God, the most high God is not God the father and the most high God is not God the mother. The most high God is just the most high God. In the beginning, in the beginning, the spirit of God hovered over the waters And they said, and I'm paraphrasing, and they said, let us make God in our own image and in our own likeness, meaning plural. Plural, right? 
So at that point, we already had a split in the cell. Everything that is anything can be explained through science and math because the God of all created things out of order. Look at your own self. When you come up with something that you want to do, when you come up with a plan, it has to have order to it. It has to have a plan. Even if it's last minute, it has to have a plan. You have to think about it first. You have to think about it before you do it. You have to think about it in your mind before you physically do it. I'm going to move this chair. Then you can move the chair. Right? So by the time we get to the story, we have already, we're not even talking about the most high God creating. We're talking about the most high God, what the most high God created to create, if that makes sense. So as I have been shown revelation through divine inspiration of the divinity within me, through the divinity within me, because before I believe any system, any system around me, I have to look within. This is basic. You should know this if you are a child of God, right? It is foolery to think it is evil to know how to use herbs to heal thyself. Someone once told me, you have to read the book of Enoch. You need to read the book of Enoch. You need to study the book of Enoch. And I'm like, yeah, okay. Right? But I did it. I listened to it a couple of times. And it talks about the angels walking the earth and them sleeping with the fallen angels walking the earth and them sleeping with the daughters of men and how they taught the daughters of men and they taught the men all of these spiritual practices, the astrology, the numerology, the healing, the conjuring of spirits, this, this, and that, and that, and that, right? And it talks about the destruction for the angels and they, 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 they try to, um, God uses the angel of Metatron who is, who is allegedly, um, Enoch, um, transcended or ascended, right? into the archangel Metatron. And so they ask for redemption. They ask for forgiveness. And the Most High basically says, this is what it is. This is what it is. The answer is basically, this is what it is. And it is the same thing that you find when the, with the fall of Satan, when the Most High says, iniquity has to work itself out. Right. So it's the same thing. Iniquity has to work itself out. And so. Once these things are done, they're down here now, they're taught now. Right. God knows there's no way for it to be undone. It just has to work itself out because it wasn't that man was not supposed to have the knowledge. Thank you. It, thank you, Holy Spirit. It wasn't that man was not supposed to have the knowledge. It was that man was supposed to toil for the knowledge. That is the point in life. As I said previously on other podcasts, the earth is the classroom. We come down here to learn. So if the plan was for us to come down here to learn. And now here are these fallen angels. Here are these rebellious ones who say they don't have to learn anything through toil and hard work and wisdom through, through learned experience. We'll just give them the knowledge. So they spread all of this knowledge without wisdom. And it's the same thing we see take, taking place today when you get to the wise woman who uses um, herbs and crystals and things like that for healing modalities or for harm, right? The ones that use it for healing modalities are operating out of wisdom, 
We're operating out of wisdom because, yes, we were supposed to tell you and, and, and learn these things. And if you are a child of God, he will open a, a door. He will open a window when, it, when the door is closed. So therefore, those of us who are actual um, keepers of the wisdom, we have still had to have these learned experiences, right? Okay. And so those who are using the wisdom for ill-gotten gain, for selfish gain, for anything outside of the collective, because the whole point is understanding that we are one. That's why when you are a child of God, you will you will want to take care of nature because you understand that nature takes care of you in whatever form that may present itself. And so, if we know things are done in systems and or systematically and in order, and we see these different worldly systems, and we see these different, um, we'll call them sectors, right? We have these different sectors. These sectors or these different territories are governed by specific energies because everything is energy. Everything is energy, and your physical body is literally a filter for energy. That's where you get your chakra systems and all of these things. And yes, I do agree that people should not be opening up their chakras and allowing other people to do that. That's something that's very intimate. And that's something that you need to take up with the most high and your spirit team and getting to spirit teams. OK, so now that we know we're talking about different sectors, there's in, in, in this world, in this 3D realm, there are different sectors. There are different territories. Right. They are governed by different energies. Right. You have on one spectrum. The energies that are for the upliftment and are for the the joining and the remembrance of the body, of the bringing together. And then you have energies on the opposing spectrum that are for division and discord and disruption. Right. And so those enemies, those those adversaries that are for discord and division and disruption. Right. When you talk about the top dogs that govern the sectors, that govern the, the territories, you're talking about principalities, right? And so now when you get into astrology, numerology, all of these fallen angels are principalities that govern these sectors. So when you, when you just use the craft for evil to live backwards to feed these principalities, then that is where your allegiance is and division and discord and disruption. And ye shall reap what ye sows. One shall reap what one sows. And so whether you're Christian, whether you're Muslim, whether you're Jude, Jude, um, Jewish, whether you're Hebrew Israelite, whether you're Zoroastrianist, whether you're a Buddhist, whether you're a Hindu, whether you're a uh, whether you practice any of these spiritual practices, whether you practice hoodoo, voodoo, santaria, whatever it is that you practice, you must worship in spirit and in truth. That is why there is a clear delineation. God gave us all our own territories and our own principalities to fight. And that is why you must stay in your own lane, figure out your own path. Stay focused on your own goal. Because the whole thing about a path is that it's something that you have to follow. Right? When you're on a path, it's something that you have to follow. So, yes, why wouldn't your spirit team? Because my, my whole perspective is the most I'm recording, babe. 
Um, my whole perspective is that the most high God, when creating these territories and these sectors and these systems and these energies that govern these systems, why would the most high God concern himself with every single little detail when the most high God knows the beginning from the end? And I always tell y'all, excuse me when I use the term he, because I don't believe that the most high God has a gender. I believe that father God and mother God were the first split of the initial most high God. And then from there, you got the angels and um, the ancestors and the fairies and all of the different spirits that exist, right? And the demons and whatever else you want to call them, right? And so back to the whole point about chakras, right? Your chakras are your, your energy sensors. They, they are your filters because everything is energy. We talked about how before you do something, you have to think about it. If, even if it's as simple as you want to move something or you want to whatever, you have to think about it first, right? So I'm sorry, y'all. I'm distracted because my husband isn't here. I usually record by myself, but I'm, I'm going to try to push I, through this. I, push I am. I am. Okay, so your chakras, okay, we talked about everything being energy. So your chakras are your energy filters, right? Your energy sensors. So everything that exists, whether it's the most high God, whether it's the devil, Lilith, Satan, angels, fairies, ancestors, any way you want to go with it, right? Jesus, any way you want to go with it. The only way you can resonate, your body can resonate with that energy is if you're on that frequency is is based off of your chakra spinning, how open they are or whatever, right? We don't even have to get into the details because it's really not about that. It's about the basic math. And the basic math of it is your chakra is a filter. It's an energy filter. So anything that exists is able to come inside of you. So anything that you decide with your mind, with your own free will to resonate with is what's going to be truth for you. So basic principle and what we learn in nature is that nature coexists, right? It has an ecosystem. It has a, a list of predator and prey. There's a ranking to everything. And so if you decide within your mind, within your own free will, that you are going to follow yourself and you are not, you're going to just do what you think is best. You're not going to follow the path. You're not going to follow the signs. You're just going to do what you think is best. You'll fail every time. Because as we have seen, every ethnic group in this, in this world is considered, or let's just say in this country, is considered a minority, right? African-Americans, Latinos, um, Asians, we're all considered a minority in this country, yet we know statistically that we are the majority and that the Anglo-Saxon is, is the minority, right? But the spell and the word that they use have put flipped it. So if you decide that you are not going to take control of your energy sensors and that you are not going to use your free will to follow the path, right? Because your free will is for you to be able to follow the path. That's what the most high intended your free will to be used for. The most high didn't intend your free will to be used for living backwards. But once iniquity was found, it had to be worked out. And so I say all of that to, to just caution everyone today. Please do not be hypocritical. 
Please do not be one that just follows the majority because you will lose. You have to follow the God within. You have to resonate with the higher self because your higher self is the most high God for you. You have to understand that we are in an illusion. This is really the dream. And so everybody, every piece that we see is a piece of the most high in one form or fashion or a piece of, of, of yeah, the most high because everything comes from the most high. And so when you sit there and you become that popular girl in high school that is clicky and, you know, won't hang with the girls that are less popular because they don't make her look bad instead of being the girl that flows with the energy, then you'll lose every time because you'll find yourself trying to fit into these groups that will not accept you because you're not being true to yourself. When people go through situations, let's say in your marriage, you know, let's say your, your spouse family don't accept you, right? That is really not a reflection of them not accepting you. That's a reflection that they don't accept their own family member 100%. And so it's different things that when you break it down, they come down to these basic principles, right? Like everybody knows right from wrong. And if you just stick with that basic principle of knowing right from wrong, then you will excel. Because even with the spiritual gifts that I have um, been able to unlock in this journey, right? Because we all have them. Um, I have learned that just because I get a prophetic and somebody told me this a long, long time ago, everything that the spirit shows you is not for everybody. It's for you. It's for you. And so I was always trying to share these things because it was important to me that people knew the power of God. But that was a reflection that I wasn't trusting the power of God working in them. And so now I find myself, you know, in my everyday situations, using my discernment more and keeping my mouth closed and watching and praying and seeing um, the manifestations of certain things. And so I was really inclined to come on here today and to share the fact that, you better be your own compass and you better be your own God on your path because it's you and your higher self is you and the most high God. That's all that exists. That is all that exists is you and the most high God, your spouse, your children, your, your inner court, your outer court, your environments. All of these things are reflections of the most high God. That's why in a lot of African um, spirituality and, and Tayano and, and indigenous cultures, the Mayans and things like that, they believed in animism. They believe that everything that exists has a spirit. This table has a spirit. And I believe that, too, because I find myself sometimes, you know, if I'm cooking in the kitchen or something, I'll be like, this is about to break and it'll break. And it's like, how did I know that? Because there is a constant communication through vibration, through frequency, through energy, through these filters that is constantly telling you things through your antennae, through your hair, through your nails, through your skin. And again, breaking down basic math in the beginning, when it says that we are born into sin, I mean, in, in the Bible, when it says that we are born into sin, that is literally we are born into flesh. Flesh literally breaks down to sin. You are born into your mother. You are born into your father's path. You are born into your grandparents' path, your aunties and uncles and cousins and so on and so forth. You are born genetically into this. Now, the spirit of a man. Spirit is something totally different. 
Spirit is essence. Spirit cannot be put into words. And so, yes, why I agree, while I agree that in this territory that I have been given, where I have to take back territory for families, I have to take back territory for children. Basic principle to, to, to even understand life, you have to become like a child. Children are resilient. No matter what they go through, a child can still find a way to put a smile on their face. Children are very resilient. And so being given the territory of over family and children and sisterhood and, and husbands and wives and mothers and daughters and mother um, daughters and fathers and fathers and sons and all of these things, right? Mothers and sons and all of these things, these things, they seem so small, but they are so magnanimous in the spirit. Within these territories and within these generational curses, within these principalities, you get into some very deep, dark, shadowy, demonic, negative, suffocating energies, right? People using blood magic to manipulate, to manipulate someone's will as if you were the most high. People using candle magic, passion, fire, heat to manipulate someone's life and someone's circumstances. All for the sake of their own ego. People sacrificing animals, people sacrificing children. And that comes in more than one sense. A sacrifice is not always taking a knife to something's throat. A sacrifice is you acting impulsively, not understanding generational curses, not understanding the cycle of life. From dust I came into dust I shall return. And those that you treat the shittiest are oftentimes the ones that you need the most. And so that's why it's important to treat others the way you want to be treated. And so, yes, if, I, if the principality that I am fighting is, is inclining um, vessels to, to do these uh, abominable things for, for selfish gain, then yes, I am going to make a herbal concoction to wash my floor and cleanse my home of negative energy. After I eat the orange, yes, I will save the peel and, and, and use the peeling. After I eat my chicken, yes, I will save the bones and use the bones. This is what my ancestors have put in me. Not ancient, distant ancestors that I know nothing of. The ancestors that I know. My grandmothers taught me how to make broth from bones. You don't throw that away. You put that in a pot. You make some soup out of that. You don't throw that away. You grind that up. You put that back in the ground. You don't put that, throw that away. You... This is not a foreign practice to me. And so, yes, if I know that everything holds a certain energy and I know that the, the, the plants were given here for medicine and we were given dominion over this earth. Then why would I not use these things for my benefit? 
I don't need a tarot card to read anyone. I don't read tarot cards. I don't need a crystal to heal anyone. I can use my energy. I can allow the healing energy that flows from the most high God through all of the channels down to me to give to this person. I can do that without having to learn Reiki or anything else because it is the power of the most high God. And so, yes, when you like I said, when you decide to separate yourself and divide yourself and say, I belong to this and this is my practice and this is the, this is it. And anything outside of that can has to be wrong because this has to be right. I can't rock with it because that's bully mentality. That's that's karmic behavior. That's clickish. That's clickish. And all of the black sheep know how it feels to be on the outside of the click. And that's why we had to be black sheep, because God had to. Give us a, a clean heart. Give us a clean heart. And that's why I say my channel is mainly for women because I can only speak through my own experience. I know what it's like to, to get up and be free. Not have to worry about trying to slick my hair back or press my hair out. Or put on my face full of makeup. Or make sure I got on my spank. And I know what it's like to be free and beautiful. And to feel that and not because no, not because the world gave it to me. And for those of y'all who know me personally, people assume because I am what people consider um, socially acceptably beautiful, that it was an easy task. Heavy, heavy is the head of the one who wears the crown. When you come in. The frame that I come in and I speak to a peculiar people. When you come in the frame that I come in, a, a certain personality is attached to that. A certain lifestyle is attached to that. A certain standard is attached to that. And so when you don't meet that standard because you refuse. You have to set the standard for who you are and you have to push through the walls and the barriers. So to each its own, no matter what your struggle is. We all, the, the point is that we all have one. And so if you know what it is to be, to struggle and you know what it is to, to be in plenty and you hope struggle for others, then you have to understand that struggle is knocking at your front door. It is basic science. It is basic math. Energy cannot be created nor destroyed, only transferred. What you put out is going to come back. Why? Because we live in a cycle. What goes around comes around. We see this. And so I want to touch on one topic before I get out of here today. And I'm going to leave it at that. The story of Hansel and Gretel, right? I keep, 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 keep going back to this story because I am trying to show you the breakdown. The breakdown. And this is why it's important that I, I bring structure and decency and order to my brand. Because the level of teaching that has been placed on the inside of me is not, this podcast is not the forum for this. 
And so I need you to use your own discernment as I'm speaking so that you can get the revelation that the Most High God will have you to get. And understand, like I said, there are levels to this. So you best believe you got ancestors fighting for you. You got angels fighting for you. You got fairies fighting for you. You got demons fighting for you. You got everything that exists. You got them fighting for you and you got some fighting against you. You have to understand that. You have to understand that. The wisdom of Solomon came from the demonology of, 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 of Solomon was the book that he left because God gave him wisdom through um, showing him how to manipulate the demonic forces, okay? The forces that came down here and just gave the knowledge without people having to learn through the wisdom and the experience, right? Okay, and so with Hansel and Gretel, we have the father and the mother, the father and the stepmother. We don't know where the mother is. Did the mother die? I don't know. Maybe the mother is gone, but there's no mother in the beginning of the story. There's a stepmother, okay? So we're talking about somebody who is outside of the bloodline, who, who, who does not have the blood connection to the child, right? Okay. Her and the father are talking and she tells the father, we need to leave the kids in the woods because we're in a famine right now. There's no food. We're broke. There's no food. And so we're going to starve if we have to feed four people. We need to just feed ourselves. And so the father's reluctant, but he agrees. The father is reluctant, but he agrees. Where's the mother in all of this? Okay. The stepmother takes the children to the woods and they leave a, a trail and they're able to follow the trail back of pebbles, right? And so the stepmother is all upset that they found their way back. And so she leads them to the woods again. And so this time he has to use breadcrumbs. And so when they go to follow the path back, see, the first time he had stones for the path. So he was able to follow it back. The second time he had to use breadcrumbs. And so the birds ate the breadcrumbs up. And so when they went to return, there, were no, there was no path. And so they began almost out of nowhere, to smell this fragrant fume as they followed this bird, right? Probably assuming that it was the bird that ate the breadcrumbs and maybe seeing if the bird was going to follow the path or something. I don't know. But all I know is the story says they smelled this aroma of food, right? And they're starving. So they go... And they start eating, the, they see that this house made of food and they start eating the house. And the old head comes out the house and she entices them to come in the house. She locks the, the boy up in the cage and she has the girl working as her slave, right? And so she is fattening the boy up because she wants to eat the boy. And then once she eats the boy, she can eat the girl because she can't take them both on at the same time. The old head cannot take the boy and girl working together at the same time. And so she locks the boy up and I believe she chains the girl or she lets the girl uh, walk around and, you know, do stuff for her. Right. 
And so she's fattening the boy up. And so the boy keeps sticking out a chicken bone every time she goes to check his fingers. So she's getting frustrated because he's not gaining any weight. And so she decides, you know what? We're going to... We're going to cook them now. So she can't get the... Uh, she's telling the girl to turn the oven on. So the girl's pretending, using her intellect, she pretends, using her imagination, that she doesn't know how. I don't know how to turn the oven. So when the witch gets up to turn in the oven... The girl kicks her in and she locks the oven. She lets her brother out. They travel back to their father. Somehow, the stepmother's gone and dead at this point. We don't know how she died. All we know is that the witch was kicked in the oven. They went back home and the stepmother's dead. And so the father is reunited with the children. The children return to the father's house. And there is order restored. Right? Number one, as with so many fairy tales, um, biblical stories, so many things, there is not a representation of the divine feminine in this story outside of the young girl. There is not a representation of the divine masculine outside of the young boy. Everybody was working in karmic cycles here. The father obviously has some type of disconnect because why would you allow this woman to leave your children in the woods to starve? If anything, wouldn't you go in the woods to hunt and to forage and to try to find food for your family? You, as the stepmother, for whatever reason, the mother wasn't present. You're the stepmother. You don't have enough love in your heart to see that these are living, breathing children just as you are. And just as you are concerned about your wealth, health and your well-being and your um, wealth, I guess wealth was supposed to come out. But your well-being, but not concerned for the children as if you are better than them. And you want to create a life with their father and their father is is literally um, them. They are literally portions of their father. It makes no sense. And the old hag, she must have been just used to this because she just automatically had a plan. And so this is a story, as I always tell people about sex, you have to be careful who you lay with. If you lay with the karmic, you're going to get karmic energies. Karma is what goes around, comes around. A karmic is someone who continually, through cognitive dissonance, does things that are, um, uh, uh, what is the word? Contrary, that are adverse um, to the healing of, of the collective. They do things out of selfish action. And when you lay with them, that is what you reap. Selfish actions. Um, sleep paralysis. That's what I wanted to get to before I left here. But spirit had me go through that story of Hansel and Gretel. Because when it finally clicks, the epiphany that comes with the restoration of family. Okay. As I minister to you, I minister to myself. Okay. So... 
when it comes to sleep paralysis, right? Sleep paralysis is the incubus, the succubus, Lilith, the Satan, the devil. They are demons of a sexual nature. They come in through sexual perversions. That's why if you were molested, if you were raped, if you dealt with any type of sexual trauma as a child, you will remember having these experiences as a child. Because I have dealt with spiritual warfare in the realm of, in the territory of the senses of seeing spirits, hearing spirits, feeling spirits, knowing spirits are around. I have casted the fear around these energies out because I had to become the scientist and study my opponent, right? And that's how I found that they come in through sexual perversion. You will find that when you are dealing with sleep paralysis, you are trying to, you are, you are um, like thinking about a sexual trauma that you experienced, trying to heal it. You are currently engaged with sexual um and it doesn't have to be all, it can be all, it can be one, it can be more than one. You are currently engaged with one or more karmic energies performing sexual acts. You are masturbating, you are watching pornography, you are engaging in sodomy, um, these types of things. Open the door or leave the crack for these spirits and these energies to enter into your field more easily. You will find that you have an increase in wet dreams. You will find that you have an increase in sex drive and that you your mind is um, focusing on, or not focusing on, but your mind is uh, replaying certain sexual fantasies that cause you to want to engage in the act of sex. And so one thing that's really important with masturbation to know is that when you climax through masturbation, there are energies on the other side of the veil that, that because of your state of vibration, you may not, you may or may not be in, in, in tune with. And so they're waiting to feed off of your sexual energy because that is the most powerful energy to create. That is how you create life. That is how we as vessels are here through sex. And so the top dogs will operate through sex. That's why people say sex sells. But what they don't teach you is just like sex can create life, Sex can also create death. And so if you are dealing with sleep paralysis, there are certain herbs and crystals and candles and things of that nature that you can do to help protect your energetic field as you are repairing the breaches in your walls.
And so I give honor, glory, praise, all praise, all honor, all glory to the most high God first to my ancestors, to my angels, to my ascended masters, to my Orisha, to my fairies, to my spiritual allies of a high vibration that want to bring healing and peace and unity on this planet. I say thank you. I give you reverence. I am honored. And 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 for those of you who think that it is wrong to consider yourself a god or a goddess and you are a Christian, the Bible says ye are gods. Ye are gods. Made in our image and our likeness. These are fundamental fundamental principles. Of Christianity. Jesus the Christ. The Christos. J wasn't even a word. Letter back there. Blah, blah, blah. It doesn't matter. The name really doesn't matter. It's the Christ. The Christos. Yes. Do I believe that the Most High took himself, took itself, wrapped it in in, in new flesh that, that was knew that was not attached to any bloodline here, lived a life as a pure, perfect example for others to follow and ultimately sacrificed itself so that blood did not have to be shed on the earth for atonement anymore. I 100% agree with that. I 100% can rock with the crystals. He is us. That's why when my husband taught me that, there was a fundamental, fundamental breakdown for me, a fundamental principle for me to live by. He is us. Because when you realize he is us, then you can live more like Jesus did. (laughs) You see what I'm saying? And so my practice does not go against the Christ. My practice goes against evil. My practice goes against living backwards. Because anytime you think it's a problem with crystals and herbs and Florida water and amulets and all of these adornments, all of these outside things, but have not taken full control over the inward thing and the inward things, then you are operating out of cognitive dissonance. Because we know things can look, you can have a a brass jar and it can look beautiful on the outside. And then you can open it up and the inside could be full of lime. You can, on 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 another hand, you can have Another jar where the outside is dusty and dirty and it looks all nasty and you open it and the inside is pure gold. And then you realize the outside just needed some water. And a little elbow grease, as they would say. So it is better to be pure on the inside than the outside. Agreed. But guess what? 
Herbs purify the inside. Crystals purify and protect the spirit, which can't be seen. That's on the inside and the outside. Whoa, that's a whole nother conversation. And so as a divine feminine, as a a vessel of wisdom and experience, knowledge learned through experience, right? This, all I'm saying is decide for yourself. Decide for yourself. And before you judge someone else for the things they believe and the way they believe, look at yourself. Because the person is only trying to show you a part of you. Accept your path. You won't be worried about nobody else's path. See, because when you accept your path and you're on your path and you flowing in, in the spirit, that vibration will come to you, right? But when you're trying to push your vibration and trying to push, all you're doing is repelling the vibrations that's supposed to come to you because you're trying to manipulate one's will. If the most high God respects our free will, who am I not to? Because iniquity, evil, has to work itself out. And so I leave you all in holiness today. I leave you all in joy and happiness. As I hear these birds chirping, it makes me just want to go outside and get my day started. (laughs) And so I wish that for you all. I wish the connection to nature and and the oneness of of everything that exists that is inside of you. I wish that everyone could see that because then you would be able to see the beauty in life. Because we really all are one. Everything really is connected. And if you stay in your lane and you stay on your path and you follow the signs that are for you, you won't lose. You know, when Job was going through his struggles, everyone who tried to give him advice fell short because everyone, including Job, felt that he had done something against the Most High God. But if you read the beginning of the story of Job, Job was tested because he was found upright. Yes, I'm sure Job may have had thoughts um, that may have snuck in from the enemy like, you know, my life has been good. You know, maybe I don't question God because I haven't had much struggle. Maybe I don't, You know, maybe I praise God because he's given me so much to praise him for. So maybe it was these type of thoughts that that plagued Job and helped to bring this into his reality. But it was never his action. It was never his conduct. In fact, God chose him because he was upright. 
And so when you have to remember when people try to condemn you or condemn your loved ones by saying things like, God is angry at this person. This is happening because you did this. That is the same spirit that told those fallen angels to give the knowledge. That is the same principality because you're not acting with wisdom. We don't know the mysteries of God. And that's why when it comes to prophetic messages, they can always change because we only see in part. And at any moment, you can change the direction of your path. You still will to lead to your destiny because that's your destiny. And that is the power of the Most High God. There is a beginning and there's an end and there's an in between. Enough said. Signing out. See you guys next time.